Hey kids, welcome back to another episode of Mahabharata for Kids. We are coming to you after a hiatus of several months and uh, we took a small break. We went to India to visit our family and in the trip we got a chance to visit the temples of Belur and Halibiru in Karnataka. Uh, the Chennakeshwar temple in Belur and uh, the Halebedu temples were built in the Hoysala empire times. Uh, these temples are more than a thousand years old. These were raided several times by the uh, Turkic Mongol invaders um, who had their sultanate in Delhi for several years. Um, these temples were raised down to the ground, defaced, and as soon as the raid would be over the citizens would basically get together the local kings would help to rebuild these temples and this was done several times the chenakeshwar temple in belur still stands you know uh, in all its splendor the temple is beautiful the carvings are are just amazing it's unbelievable that these statues were carved more than a thousand years back they're still so beautiful, though most of them are defaced by the invaders. They're broken, um, but they still show how beautiful they were. Just the act of building and rebuilding the temples in India shows the resilience of these people, shows their will to maintain their culture, the civilization, you know, the, the remnants of the civilization, they never let it disappear. And that's what brings us back to Mahabharata, an epic that was written thousands of years ago, before which it was told and retold for I don't know how many years, just to keep it alive in the memories of everyone. And now thousands of years later, we still enjoy listening to these stories. And there's so many things that we can learn from these stories. The beauty about these stories is they are not preachy. The stories are not written in a way to educate you on something. The stories are just stories. So every listener, every reader can get something that they need from that story. And that's the beauty of Mahabharata. Let's get back into the story. In the previous episode, we heard about the kids growing up, learning under their respective teachers. The Pandavas and the Kauravas learning under Drona and um, our Vasusena learning under Parashuram. We also heard about the curse that Parashuram laid on Vasusena upon finding out that he is a Kshatriya. Though Vasusena himself had no clue about his origin story. Now we continue. Several years passed and the Kaurava and the Pandava princes finished their training under Acharya Drona. It was now time for the Acharya to ask for Guru Dakshina. Guru Dakshina is the same thing you heard in the story of Eklavya and Acharya Drona. This is where Acharya Dron would ask of a favor of his students now that he has imparted the education to the students. 
The princes were eager to hear what Acharya Drone would ask of them. When the time came, Acharya Drone came to them and said, As my Guru Dakshina, I want you guys to go and get me King Drupad of Panchal and bring him to me as my prisoner. Now King Drupad was a very mighty king of a very big kingdom named Panchal. Panchal was a big kingdom with a very mighty army. The Kaurava princes and the Pandava princes were all puzzled as to why would Acharya Drone ask for King Drupad as a prisoner for a Guru Dakshina. That's when Acharya Drone told the princes the backstory for his weird request. He said when he was a student, Acharya Drone and Drupad were both in Rishi Agnivesh's ashram. Drupad and Drone became very good friends. They would study together, they would play together, and Drupad, who was the prince of Panchal at that time, would always tell Drone that when I become the king of Panchal, I will give you half my kingdom and we will both rule together. Several years passed and they finally graduated from Rishi Agnivesh's ashram. Drupad went on and became the king of Panchal. Whereas I, Drone, who was very good at the art of warfare and archery, wanted to set up a school of my own. When I tried to set up a school, I could not. People would appreciate my art, but would not pay for it. We fell through hard times and we lived in poverty. When I married Kripi, the sister of Kripacharya, who was the royal teacher in Hastinapur, she would always tell me to go to Hastinapur and start working there. But I wanted to set up a school on my own. But this was not to be. One day my son Ashwatthama was crying with hunger and I could not even give him a glass of milk. At that time, I decided to go and ask favor from my friend King Drupad of Panchal. I knew he was such a good friend of mine, he would recognize me immediately. I had hope in my heart that he would help me as soon as he saw me. But instead of helping me, when I reached King Drupad, he refused to even recognize me. When I told him that he was the same Drupad who had told me he would give me half his kingdom, he laughed at me. He mocked me in front of a full court and they all laughed at me. The laughter is still ringing in my ears. That insult is something I could never bear. Saying this, Acharya Drone looked at the princess and said, This is when I started heading towards Hastinapur and I saw you kids playing near the well. And you know the rest of the story. I became your teacher. Now that I have imparted my knowledge to you, I seek of you, O princess, to go get King Drupad and bring him in front of me as my prisoner. That will be my Guru Dakshina. As soon as Duryodhan heard this, as usual, he did not wait for the others to respond. He said, O oh Acharya, I do not need the Pandavas to come help me in this quest. 
I will go myself with my brothers and my army and I will bring bring King Drupad to you and have him kneel down in front of you as your prisoner. Before Acharya Drone could even react, Duryodhana already got up and started leaving along with his brothers. They got their army together and they raced to Panchal to get King Drupad. But King Drupad, like I said, was a very mighty king. He had a big army. It was very, very easy for that army to see this army of Kauravas coming, plan a counterattack and defend King Drupad. Duryodhana lost a lot of his soldiers that day and had to beat a hasty retreat. And he came running back to Acharya Drone because he could not get King Drupad. At that time, Arjun, Bhim, Yudhishthir, Nakul and Sahadev got up and headed to King Drupad to bring him back to Acharya Drone. King Drupad's army was mighty, but they were not powerful enough to, to counter the barrage of arrows that Arjun hurled towards them. The army was not strong enough to stand in front of Bhim's mace, his skill with the mace, Yudhishthir's skill with his spears, and Nakulan Sahadev just tore through the army with their skills with the sword. Soon, King Drupad was bound in shackles, and Arjun and Bhim brought him in front of Acharya Drone. Acharya Drone looked at King Drupad, who was standing there with his eyes low. And Arjuna said, Here you go, Gurudev. Here's King Drupad, just like you asked. Drona was very pleased. He said, I knew you would do me proud. Then he turned to Drupad, who still stood there, completely defeated, tied in shackles. He said, I do not wish to kill you, King Drupad. I just want to remind you of the promise that you made that you made and you forgot but I did not you told me when we were kids that you will give me half your kingdom but when I came to claim it you chose not to recognize me but today bound in chains I have your kingdom Panchal belongs to me now but I am not like you I will keep the promise and you will have half your kingdom back Go and rule half of Panchal. Drupad, very insulted and humiliated, had no other choice but to agree. But in his heart, he vowed to take revenge on Drona someday. When he returned to the kingdom of Panchal, he was very restless. On one side, he wanted to avenge the insult that uh, Acharya Drona could capture him, make him prisoner, take his own kingdom and then give him back half his kingdom out of pity. But he was also very impressed by the young Pandava princes who were able to defeat his entire army and take him as a prisoner. To defeat Acharya Dron, Drupad conducted a big yajna. And in the yajna, he prayed for a son to kill and defeat Drone. And in doing that, Drishtadyumna, 
was born out of that sacrificial fire. He was born with just one purpose in life, to grow up and kill Acharya Dron. But from the same sacrificial fire, there was another child that walked out, a daughter, and her name was Draupadi. Draupadi will also play a very, very crucial role in the story as the story moves forward. are heating up in Mahabharata now. Before we go into details as to what happened and analyze this story, I want to bring up another story of friendship that is in Mahabharata, which stands in stark contrast to the story we just heard. The story we just heard was the story of a friendship gone bad. It's a story of how friendships should not be, how friends should not behave with each other. When Dron went to Drupad, he went to meet a friend, but instead he saw King Drupad in front of him. He seeked favor from King Drupad and King Drupad, instead of understanding his friend and helping him out, brought his ego as a big king in the middle and that soured their friendship. And it changed the course of history, if you may. But all that later, that story teaches us what not to do in a friendship. You should not have ego. You should not have ego when it comes to dealing with friends. In stark contrast, we have another story. Story of Sri Krishna, who also went to a Gurukul and had a friend named Sudama. Shri Krishna was the prince of Mathura and Sudama was the son of a poor Brahmin. He came from a very, very poor family, just like Dron did. When Shri Krishna and Sudama graduated and parted ways, Krishna went on to become the king of Mathura, whereas Sudama went back to teaching, just like Dron did. Just like Dron, Sudama also fell through hard times. And just like Dron, he came to meet his childhood friend. That's where the contrast between the two stories gets highlighted. When Sri Krishna saw Sudama at his palace gates, he did not order his guards to bring Sudama inside the palace. He ran down to the palace gates, invited his friend in. He met Sudama not as King Krishna, the king of Mathura. He met Sudama as Krishna, Sudama's friend. He shared the food that Sudama brought for his travels. He spent time with Sudama and then sent Sudama on his way. And that's when he used his influence as the king to help Sudama out and never gave Sudama the chance to have to ask for it to feel embarrassed asking favor from a friend. That's how Krishna dealt with it. It's a tale of two friendships. One teaches us how friendship should be. One friend is in a 
position of helping the other friend and noticing and understanding that the other friend needs help and once you see that and once you understand that having the understanding to not make the friend ask for it it's a very big thing to understand the need and then proactively go ahead and do it for them to save the embarrassment to the other person to have to ask for it not everyone can do that not everyone can be shri krishna but we can strive to be we can try to understand if a friend asks for that favor at least at that point not be king drupad and not have the ego when you are in a position to help go ahead and help your friend when you are in a position to help do not act as a king act as a friend there is so much to learn from every single story that we read in mahabharata but for this story now that king drupad has had the sacrificial fire drishtadyumna came from that fire with the sole purpose of killing dron but along with drishtadyumna comes maybe arguably one of the most important characters in mahabharata drishtadyumna's sister draupadi how you ask we'll see continue listening to mahabharata for kids for more thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this podcast please give us a five star rating